As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What it is, what it do. Cyber world, it is your girl, the one and only Ash Said It. AshSaidIt.com. AshSaidIt.com. Welcome back to the Ash Said It Daily Podcast Show. We appreciate all the love, all the support. Yes, we're on the heels of half a million streams worldwide and growing daily. I thank you guys for that. It would not be possible without your support, your unconditional love. I appreciate it so very much. So today I have with me legend, all right? This is a wrestling legend here, actor, speaker, health advocate, the wonderful, talented Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond, how are you today? Unstoppable. All right. That's my, that's, my, that's my word for 2018. All right. I'm loving it. So, Diamond, where are you right now? Where Where are you uh, I'm actually, holding? I'm, I'm actually in Smyrna, Georgia, mm. uh, you know, a little suburb in Atlanta. And uh, I, um, I I built my DDP Yoga Performance Center right here. And uh, I'm, it's like less than a mile from my house. And uh, I, I love I, – I've lived all over the country uh, – But I, you know, I came back. I came here to Atlanta in 1990, as when I started my wrestling career. Um, well, actually, when it started to take off a little bit. Uh, and then after I retired, I went out to LA for 10 years, and then five years ago, I, you know, I really wanted to take this business to a whole different level, and I, I moved back to Atlanta where my daughters are and some of my business partners, and uh, and it's like taken on. It's taken off like unbelievably. Yeah, so let's go from the beginning a little bit, all right? What were your childhood aspirations? Did you want to be this big wrestling superstar? Well, when I was a kid, I really wanted to do that, like in my, you know, eight, nine, ten, and and then, you know, like anything, you find sports, and at that point, uh, football and hockey were my games, and I, uh, I started to drift away to that, and then at 12, I got hit by a car mm. in football. I can, growing up to me, like I, I wouldn't say I was a football prodigy, but I was pretty good. And uh, as a young kid, I'm very aggressive, and uh, I loved the game. But when I got hit by that car, I walked out in front of it, and it my, hit my right knee, and my face bounced off the hood, mm. and I flew 42 feet from the point of impact. 
And I had my doctors like telling me you can't play football or hockey anymore. And I literally, you know, I, I, had, I grew up with ADD and dyslexia at a time when no one knew what the hell ADD or dyslexia was. Mm. You know, so I couldn't read. You know, I could just barely scrape get through school. You know, I, didn't, well, I, I still passed. I, I cheated my way through it. But, you know, uh, so when you take away my sports, like, yeah. that was devastating to me. So yeah. I was a big uh, New York Jets fan and Giants and Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I read, well, I read, I read, I'd seen where Joe Namath was worked on by this guy, Dr. Nicholas, and also Willis Reed, who played for the New York Knicks, had both had knee surgeries. And Joe Namath was known for his his uh, his knee surgeries. And I convinced my mom to, to, you know, to take me to New York and, and to meet this doctor because he could help me. And when I got there to see him, he basically said to me, you are never going to be Willis Reed. You're never going to be Joe Namath. Uh, so hit the books and get an education. Mm. And I was devastated again. I couldn't read, so how is wow, that going to happen? And uh, they would let me play two sports, basketball and baseball, and both of them I sucked at. And uh, I didn't even make the team, uh, the basketball team when I was in seventh grade. Uh, so that to me was like, I ain't doing that sport. But <laughs> it's the only one I could really do mm. that you could learn by yourself. Yeah. Like in baseball, you can't play by yourself. You need people to throw and catch and, you know, hit. And you need to put a field of people on there to actually start to get any better, any better. And there was no batting cages or anything back then in 1968. So I played basketball, you know, because you could shoot and dribble and pass and you could do all sorts of, you know, hook shots and foul shots and, you know, inside moves and ball drills. You could do all that by yourself. And uh, I, I said, yeah, I'm going to make that team that, this year, I'm going to make it. That eighth grade year, I, I made it, but I sat on the bench, and I had never sat on the bench. So, I mean, that's where I learned about work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like, that summer, I played every day, five hours a day, six hours a day, seven hours a day. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if it was raining or not. I was on that court. And at some point, I started to get better mm-hmm. and better and better. And mm-hmm. at some point, you know, I, I, I started to have a – I got my sports back. It was basketball, though, instead of football and hockey. Mm. What was the catalyst for you to begin a career in the WWE? Oh, well, you know, right around my teenage years, one of my buddies, Gary Rossi, got me watching wrestling again. Mm. And and then I got pulled in, and I'm like, I'm going to do this. (laughs) And at 22, I actually tried to do it. But... The timing wasn't right for me, and I only had like three matches. I was horrible. I had really, you know, I was very, very green to the business, and I hurt my knee. I'm uh, going over the top rope to the ground, the same knee to get by the car. And at that point, I, you know, I, I, I was in a nightclub business since I was 17, like either day crew cleaning up or bouncing or bartending or or runner, or, you know, anything to do with the bar business, because I loved it. And at 22, when I hurt my knee, an opportunity arose that gave me the, you know, uh, the position of being a night manager for this, you know, one bar, rock and roll band on the weekends, and music during the week, and I got to run my own, my first bar. 
and I had so much fun, I call it too much fun, um, <laughs> and it derailed my, my, my vision and my goal of being a wrestler. That was like 78, 79, 80, and then 81, wrestling started to take off big time with you know, the, the, the surgeons of Hulk Hogan and yeah. Hulkamania. And, mm-hmm. and, and I was so mad that, because I knew for like four years, five years, I'd have been, I'd have been in a mix somewhere. Yeah. And I was so mad at myself for not following my, my goals and my dreams that I stopped watching wrestling. Mm. And then about a couple of years later, I was flicking the channels and I came across the guy uh, who was named Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. And he was such a over-the-top character. He grabbed my attention. And then the first wrestler to come through the curtain, you know, who they were, they were, they were doing the color and the play-by-play for the match was a guy who had a bag over his shoulder. You know, he would be Jake the Snake Roberts. And I was so... You know, blown away by this guy. Like, he was real to me. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of wrestling you know, that mumbo fake, mumbo jumbo. But <laughs> this guy, like, what he's doing is real. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it blew me away and it pulled me back in. And that's when, you know, I didn't think about being a wrestler again or uh, a manager or a color commentator for still a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I was about 20, 29 at the time. And, um, as it turns out, I'm running a huge club by this time down in Fort Myers, Florida, and Jake actually came in the club. Wow. And uh, like Fort Myers is like, you know, on the, on the west coast of Florida, and that's also where Tampa is. It's about 140 miles north of there. And then if you go across to Alligator Alley, there's Miami, another 150 miles. So Fort Myers was like right in the middle. So if you wrestled in Tampa and you're on your way to Miami, you're going to stop in this one-horse town, Fort Myers, Florida, and realize, wow, there's this hot nightclub there. <laughs> and next thing you know, me and Jake are drinking buddies. And, you know, I was a big fan, so I didn't charge him for anything. And next thing you know, next time they came through, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase came, wow. and the Bushwhackers, and... Before you know it, guys were in and out of the club, you know, whenever they were in town, because they knew I wasn't going to mm-hmm. charge them anything for a drink. They were treated like, like kings, and uh, and it, it, it just got me, like, thinking, man, God, I should have been a part of this. And one night, um, collecting the drawers, you know, the cash drawers, you know, around the, uh, you know, around the, the nightclub, and... The DJ, the DJ, DJ put up a video, and it was Cindy Lauper's video, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> and at the end of it, Captain Lou Albano, who was a manager, was all through this video. And Captain Lou would also be an actor and be in a bunch of different movies, too. He's, he was a super over-the-top character. But I'm watching this video. And out loud, I say to myself, thinking out loud, I go, man, rock and wrestling. I should have been a part of that. And I walk away with the cash drawers in my hand. And my head bartender, Smokey, he uh, he comes walking into my office. Everybody's bringing in their drawers. Everybody's doing their counts. Or the, the register tapes match the money brought in. And they're all sitting around drinking. And uh, Smokey comes in and he goes, Hey, Jay, 
what do you mean rock and wrestling? You should have been a part of that. I said, well, I tried it when I was a kid. I was like 22 at the time. He goes, seriously? He goes, what was your name? And I said, Handsome Dallas Page. And he went, whoo, you can forget about using that gimmick anymore. And everybody laughed. And, uh, you know, for some reason, I just started writing, you know, like a doodle. On a, on a, uh, I was sitting at my desk, and you, had, you get like that month calendar. And I had it up on the wall, but I also had it on my desk. And I just started writing, just, you know, doodling, you know, diamond, you know, diamond, Dallas, pay, you know. And I looked up and I went, you know, I'm too old to be a manager. What what if I, I'd be too old to be a wrestler at 31. I was like 31 and a half at the time. And I said, uh, I'm too old to be a wrestler. What if I was a manager? What if I was Diamond Dallas Page? You know, we were all getting getting you know, buzzed after work. And, woo, yeah, yeah, you know, shot, shot, drink, drink. And, <laughs> and then, I, you know, I said, Jimmy Hart's at the Hart Foundation. I can have the Diamond Exchange. More shots, more, you know, hooting and hollering. Then I said, you know, there's not a lot of girls in professional wrestling. And, you know, there's not really any really beautiful ones except for Elizabeth. And I said, what if I just had some really hot divas and I called them the Diamond Dolls? And I was like, well, that'll be a stretch. Woo, shot, shot, drink, drink. And <laughs> I remember, everything I was saying, I was writing down. I mean, just doodling. Yeah, just doodling you know? stuff. And, and, uh. At the end of the night, we'll get ready to leave. I go, you know, Diamond Dallas Page, his, his, his wrestlers are from the Diamond Exchange, and he's got the Diamond Dolls. I go, man, that's a B.A. double feet bad. And I stopped. I went, did, did, I, did I steal that from somebody? Did I, I just made that up. That's awesome. And I just wrote it down. And the um, because I had so many of the wrestlers in, my in the into my club occasionally if i i did all my own radio commercials back then right. and if i got to the hot legs contest i might go oh yeah give it hot legs tonight Don't it. yeah oh yeah you know i did macho <laughs> man i did Hulk hogan and i would just throw them in and people would be like do you really have macho man doing your commercials with you i'm like man it sounds good does it i never say yes I never say no, but they didn't know. So there was this local, it was called the Party News Network. They actually, uh, they actually um, wanted to do a story on the, the guy from Norma Jeans. That was our club. It was called Norma Jeans Dance Club. And um, they wanted to do a story on the guy who has the voice. And they filmed me in my 62's uh, pink Cadillac convertible. They actually filmed me in the, in the, uh, the record, uh, not record, but radio studio, the uh, soundstage there. I'm wearing a WrestleMania t-shirt. You know, it just, <laughs> just so happens. And I know that because I still, I, I found the footage about two years ago of this, of this spot. It's about a five minute spot. And at some point they filmed me in my office at the same desk Wow. that I was sitting at. And at some point, they say, you know, where does the voice come from? And I'm sitting at that desk, and I'm looking down. It's all written on this blotter. And 
there's a pair of white sunglasses there. And I don't know if I actually really do this if I don't have the sunglasses sitting there. But I just instinctively grabbed those sunglasses and put them on and said, the voice comes from Diamond Dallas Page, get it? I was born to be a professional wrestling manager. It's normal jeans voice. It's big, it's bad, it's ready to go. And then I went back to talking regular and and somebody saw that video. I tell people all the time, first of all, just don't think it, ink it, write it down. Mm-hmm. Because then it becomes that much closer to reality. Yeah. And you know, and, and the other thing I tell people all the time is you never know who's watching. Yeah. You never know who's listening to your show. You never know who's gonna be listening to this. Yeah. Well, there was a guy named Smitty watching that on that cable station, you know, which had the Party News Network on it, and he called me and he asked me to come on his radio show and he says to me, you know, I want you to come on and be Diamond Dallas Page. I go, dude, I don't really do it. It's just <laughs> in my head. And he's like, who cares? It's radio. I go, I don't know. He goes, I'm going to have Captain Lou Albano on, of all people. I couldn't mm. believe it. I go, are you serious? You're going to have Captain Lou on? He's like, yes. And I was like, man, do I get to talk to him? He's like, of course. So I did it, and Captain Lou was such a gracious, sweet man. He was super cool. He asked me to come back the next month, because it was a boxing show, but one day a month they were going to do wrestling. And then he asked me to come back for Sergeant Slaughter. And Sergeant Slaughter was so genuine and nice to me. You know, it made, it made it sound like me and him have been friends for 20 years. You know, just putting over the character. And afterwards, my buddy Smitty, uh, the DJ, um, he said, you know, you really should do something with us. You know, I go, do something with what? He goes, this time and down stage thing. I go, Smitty, it's just in my head. He goes, yeah, I get that. But as you know, bro, that's where it starts. And... It starts as an idea, you know, and you know you wanted to be in wrestling, you know, so why don't you just make up a videotape? I got this friend of mine, by chance, named Rob Russin. He just started with the AWA, which was in the Midwest, uh, you know, Chicago, Minneapolis, Wisconsin. That's where the main places they wrestled, that AWA area. Okay. And uh, he said he was a boxing promoter for years, but now he's promoting uh, wrestling for the AWA as well. well. I got his address. Send him a videotape. Make one up. So I sat down and I thought about it, and I just started. You know, I, I came up with characters: Big Bad John, Rock Hard Rick, the Iceman, uh, Teddy Bear. He was a midget. I, 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 I had the Diamond Dolls, and I did this whole, this whole bit. I did this whole bit with, like, it was real. Like, we were doing real, real interviews with mm-hmm. a guy who was a, like, a Gene Oakland, a Gene Oakland type guy. And uh, and I sent it to the AWA. And I never knew if anything would ever happen. You know, you hope something would, but you really have no idea if anybody's ever going to see it. But two weeks later, Rob called me up. And he said, man, we saw your tape, and I showed it around the office, and, you know, everybody, you know, they kind of like your stick, and, uh, you know, but they got one question, you know, no one's ever heard of you before, where are you guys working at? 
And I was like, well, um, uh, he goes, yeah, because we want to bring them in for a shot. We want to give you a tryout. Well, I go, my guy, Rob, um, none of those guys can wrestle. I mean, they're just, they want to be, what? I'm like, well, they, they want to be wrestlers, but it's like a secret society. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we can't figure out how to get in. And I, I could manage till they were ready. And it was like, basically, don't call us, we'll call you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, God has a way of lining up planets for you sometimes if you're really putting the work in. And uh, this guy named Paul E. Dangerously, who goes by Paul Heyman today, who's one of the biggest stars in the WWE as a mouthpiece who can really talk. And he um, he was in the AWA. He left the AWA to go to the NWA, which eventually would become WCW. But it left a huge void for a young guy that could talk. And that week they called me up. It was like two weeks later. Bring you and some of those beautiful women with you and some of those crazy clothes and we're going to give you an audition live. And next thing you know, I was managing tag team champions of the world and that and next thing you know, I was on ESPN at 12 o'clock on a Saturday night and, <laughs> you know, that was the beginning of it. Absolutely. Wow. That is Wow, <laughs> that was a lot. All right, Diamond, so we're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this this new shift, this movement that you have in the world of yoga that we are absolutely in love with, and we're going to talk about how that vision has come to light. So you guys hang tight for me for one moment here, and we will be back with Diamond Dallas Page. Did you know that some foods can cause weight gain, body aches, and extreme fatigue? These are just some of the symptoms of food intolerance. Well, what is food intolerance? Food intolerance can occur when the body cannot properly digest certain foods. This can result in acid reflux, migraines, and so many other painful issues. How do you find out what foods are causing this irritation? It's easy. Pinterest. With half a million satisfied clients worldwide, Pinterest is the number one way of identifying foods that may be causing discomfort. This simple at-home kit is easy to use with results usually within two weeks via email. It's that simple, all right? What are you waiting for? Go visit Pinnertest.com and use my special promo code, Ash Said It, for your discount today. Welcome back to the Ash Said It Daily Podcast Show. I'm your girl, Ash Brown, and I'm talking to Diamond Dallas Page. You guys know the name. You know everything that comes with it and this powerhouse of a man that he is here on Earth. So, Diamond, let's talk about... Wrestling versus yoga. How do you how do you make that shift from wrestling to yoga? What happened? Well, when I left you off in the AWA as as a manager, I would eventually get the opportunity to go to WCW. And when I got there as a manager, because of the hair and the wrap and the clothes, they basically wouldn't let. After I did it for a couple months, they wouldn't let me do it anymore because I was basically too over the top <laughs> for a uh, professional wrestling manager. But I had seven months left on my contract, and I thought, you know, I'm not too over the top to be a wrestler. And I, you know, it's something I, I never dreamed of wanting to be a manager. You know, as a kid, I always wanted to be a wrestler. So at 35 and a half, I started the journey in the ring. And my career took off when I was 40. 
which was in 1996. Uh, that's when the Monday Night Wars were really heating up between the WWF and the WCW. And my career, God, I was wrestling 270-plus days a year at that point. Uh, at 41 at 42, which is 1997, and 1998, I was on top of the world. I headlined uh, 13 out of 24 either main events or semi-main event pay-per-views uh, with WCW. Uh, I just signed a, a multi-million dollar three-year deal. Um, I finally got paid. It was like I was living a dream on such a high level, and then bang, I... I, I basically broke my back mm. um what i did was i i ruptured my l4 and l5 in my in my um my back and that's a vertebrae that we have up our spine you know is is an amazing thing that allows us to fall and bounce up and fall and get up but it's those shock absorbers in between the spine that really allows that and they're called discs mm. and I blew them out. So my L5 now puts that vertebrae bone on bone. And I had three to top spine specialists in the world tell me I was never going to wrestle again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would say, you know, you can't thank God for all the amazing things that happen in your life. A lot of times you got to thank God for the really horrible things that happen. Because yeah. so then it's all your mindset. You know, how do you find inspiration in adversity? And in this scenario, it didn't happen right away, but eventually, you know, I started to feel like, how am I going to turn this around? And um, so I, I, the guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga the first 42 years of his life will try anything. Yoga's going to be one of them. And mm. I was blown away by how much it helped me. Um, it started helping my flexibility. It started helping my core strength. Within the first three weeks, I mean, I started to feel a significant difference, but it wasn't giving me everything. Mm-hmm. So I had many surgeries, two shoulder surgeries, two knee surgeries, and I had rehabbed them both back. Now I'm going for the rehab for my back at the same time I'm doing the yoga, you know, little moves that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And um, bottom line is uh, one night before I go to bed, about three weeks in, I start to mix the yoga positions with the rehabilitation techniques. I'm like, wow, that works. And then I threw in old school calisthenics, push-ups, squats, crunches. And then I threw in something that I call dynamic resistance. It's really isometrics and isokinetics. And isokinetics means isometrics moving. That would be like the, you know, the 101 explanation of it. And when you're flexing and engaging, when you're moving or standing still, this is a scientific fact. Every time you flex or engage a muscle, your heart has to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. An example would be if you're laying on your back and your heart rate's going to be the lowest ever. Sit up. What's going to happen to your heart rate? It's going to go up. Stand up. It's going to go up. Walk, jog, run, sprint is going to keep going up. So what I figured out, and again, this is all completely by accident, something I call dynamic resistance, that flexing and engaging the muscles 
helps jack your heart rate up. So what I developed completely by accident, which today, 19 years later, is known as DDP yoga or DDPY. Um, what I developed is kick-ass cardio, dramatically increase your flexibility, strengthen your core at a whole other level, all with minimal joint impact. Mm -hmm. In less than three months, with what would be known today as DDPY or DDP yoga, uh, I'm back in the ring. Mm -hmm. At 42, those spine specialists told me my career is over. At 43, I'm the heavyweight champ of the world. So as you can imagine, I'm going to keep doing that. All right. The you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the takeover is real. You know, one monkey don't stop the show. You know, and you've shown such resilience in your career and through the way that you're you're very innovative, you know, and, and one thing doesn't work, hey, you figure out some other stuff. And that's the power in... Um, in really knowing yourself and believing in your talents and knowing that, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, yeah, you were not super excited about having that injury in your back, but look what the door has opened up for you to help so many other people. I mean, we were talking off air earlier and you were telling me about, like, how diverse your classes look and the different people that you see in your class. Like, there's not, like, a set stereotype of the type of students that you have. And these are all people, all walks of life that need, uh, they need this rehabilitation. They need this, um, this overall wellness and to understand that it's a lifestyle change and it's not just a class. It's not just a, a diet here or there, but this is the way that we have to mold ourselves so that we can be here long-term. So. Yeah, and, and what's really, uh, really cool is I'm starting to work with a lot of legends from the NFL. Yeah. Guys who like the the level uh, besides wrestling, the only other guys that beat up their body as much as we do would be NFL football players. Mm -hmm. But they don't, you know, they don't do it past thirty five. Once in a while, you'll find someone like uh, you know Tom Brady, who's playing still at forty at the mm -hmm. level he did, uh, and he doesn't look like he's going to stop anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But Tom does a lot of stuff like I do. And Tom also eats really, really healthy. And I, I don't know. I, I have an idea. I've, I've seen some of his food plans. It's all around the same stuff I do. Mm -hmm. And I explain to people all the time, it's as important as the DDPY workouts are, as important as the eating plan is, it's still really 10% of the, uh, you know, the equation. Yeah. 90% is between your ears. Mm -hmm. You always know, say life's 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Yeah. Your mindset, your story. I've written a book called Own Your Life. It'll be out uh, August of 2018. And it's all based on, you know, really the story you tell yourself. Definitely. And teaching people that you, you've got to train your brain the same way you train your muscles. You know, you gotta you gotta train your brain in high school, in college, to get the grades that you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I left you with that story in the beginning. How I was reading at a third grade level at the age of 30, but at 31, I made a decision. I was going to learn how to read proficiently, and I made it so that uh, uh, no, hold on, um, I made it so that uh, 
I could do, you know, in the beginning, I, I was horrified for me to read. But I, I made a set a goal for myself, and uh, and then I, um, I once I set the goal, I was going to read a book from cover to cover, you know, which sounds like, oh, no, you got to read a book from cover to cover, not a big deal. Yeah, for most people, for me, it was overwhelming. And what I did was I, um, I, I just, I broke it down. So it's not overwhelming. Yeah. And it's, you know, I broke it down that I was going to read one page from that book every day. And then all of a sudden, that's overwhelming. But if you don't change your circumstance, mm-hmm. like a lot of people are saying, especially this time of the year, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a diet. Mm-hmm. What's the first three letters? What's the first three letters of the word diet? Mm-hmm. Diet. Yeah. Diets don't work. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle changes too. You know, lifestyles work. And bottom line is, but if you start off. And you say, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change what I'm eating, and you know, you might be good for a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks, but then life's gonna get in the way mm-hmm. because you haven't changed your circumstance at all. And what I mean by that is, for me, if I say I'm gonna learn how to read, okay, that's a bold statement. All right, now how? Well, I'm gonna read a book from cover to cover. That's my goal. All right. You're going to break that down. I'm going to read one page a day, okay? Even at my uh, illiterate self, I could, at that time, read a page a day. And now I'm just going to get with the goal. But what's going to keep me on that course? Well, early on, I said, just don't think it, think it. Like, write it down. And I just don't mean in your pen, your book, or your, your journal, or your computer. I mean, write it down and put it everywhere. Yeah. Like, I wrote, read today, and I put it on my bedpost, on my on my lampshade, you know, on my uh, little, uh, uh, the, the, the little table, the drawers next to my bed. I put it on the mirror in my bathroom. I put it on the shower door. I put it on the refrigerator. And I was not going to take any of those posts down yeah, until, until I it finished done. it, until, until it I got done. it done. So that's how you change your circumstances. In a way, if you're doing a diet or even better yet, you're, you're you're having an eating you know an eating plan that you're following. Write it down. Write down what you're eating. Write what times you're eating. Write how much water you take in. What you're drinking. So when you get to the end of that week or month and you want to know how come I didn't lose any weight, mm-hmm. well you can go back and look at your journal and you'll know exactly why. You're right about you know, that. People don't make themselves accountable. Yeah. You know, and I started telling everybody, I'm going to read my first book from cover to cover. I started telling people, you know, I'm not really, you know, I, I, I really can't read that well. That's how it starts, but I'm working on it. You know, and I started telling people in my inner circle. I had no idea I had ADD and dyslexia yeah. until um, my first wife, uh, she was like, she had her master's in from Northwestern at the age of 21 very very smart woman and one point and and i'm practicing reading out loud then this is a couple years later and uh she she goes uh what movie i wonder what's that movie about and i start reading the little like two lines that are on the thing thing. she goes stop screwing around page read it i go i'm trying and she was like, oh, my God, you're dyslexic. Mm. I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, she told me. And 
and then I ended up, that was when I was about 36 or 37, and then I would get tested in, uh, at the Eris Learning Center in, um, in um, Los Angeles, actually it's in Culver City, and they, of course, I've got ADD and dyslexia, that's <laughs> like, no kidding, and I've known it the whole time, I just didn't know what the hell it was called, <laughs> but uh where, where it really took that learning center I went to at 47, that, there was a woman named Rose there. She was 85, and uh, she said that I took, I, I went there. We went twice a week for about six months, and she was like, I have never seen anyone take home as much homework as you do. <laughs> the guy who never did any homework got people to do it for him. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, now the, the guy who brings in, the most, uh, the most homework, but it really, really helped me a lot, yeah. that whole learning center. And again, all these things that I talk about with, you know, when I, now I've developed, you know, I wrote a book called Yoga for Regular Guys, and then it became, I did a DVD series, and then I can a DVD, um, a whole, you know, system to it with the booklet and the eating and, you know, about, you know, written stuff for how to motivate yourself and stuff. And, uh, and then I took it to the last level that we're at right now. We still have DVDs of all different types and all different levels at DDPO.com. Um, but today with the app, and we have the DDP Yoga Now app. And anybody who wants to try it, if you go to your iPhone, your iTunes, you can get a seven-day uh, uh, trial on it and try it out. And you'll see, because it's not just, it's not just uh, the workouts. There's over 150 workouts, um, but there's also over 100 recipes. They're all gluten-free, dairy-free, and, um, and, um, um, you know, there's also Motivational Mondays, uh, you know, for my food stuff, it's, it's all healthy food, yeah. but it's great tasting, because if it doesn't taste great, mm-hmm. I'm not eating it, exactly. and I don't expect anybody <laughs> to eat it as well, Yeah. so, you know, I've got right so many people that. come in who are chefs and stuff, and, yeah. you know, and then, of course, there's all the mo- Motivational Mondays that are, yeah. uh, that every Monday, I got over 100 of them up there right now, wow. and, you know, every Monday I, I I I have a new thing I'm talking about. That if you if you if you surround yourself with you know people who are really positive and people who want to make a difference, it's going to infect you. Yeah. You know, I, I, my my buddy Mark Barrow, uh, he says that our friends are you know it's like elevators; they bring you up or they can bring you down. Like I don't let anybody if I'm trying to help somebody who's negative. I'll let them into my zone for, you know, a little while. But if they don't start to get it and start to change, then they don't get to hang with me. Yeah. But you're either going to put the work in or you're not. That is right. I'm, I'm totally on top of that. Diamond, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate all your words of inspiration. I know that somebody out there needed to hear those words specifically from you. So I appreciate you so very much for joining us so on the Rash, program. When are, you, when are you coming over to the DDP Yoga Performance I got to come over soon. You know, I was supposed to come this weekend, you know, when you guys had the big event. I was supposed to be there, but I had been pulled in other directions. I'm coming. 
I'm coming. That, that, you, I, I'm putting it. So you know. I'm putting Just it on so the. You know. It's yeah. on the record. It's on the record because now this is recorded. So now I have to come. <laughs> this well, is on the record. Also, and, and let any of people know because you're here in the Atlanta area. And I'm sure I a am. lot of your listeners are from all over, but there's a lot of people in, here in this area. Yes. Every first workout at the DDP Yoga Performance Center mm-hmm. is free. Oh, well, that's a bit. Yeah. So anybody who comes, it costs nothing to try it. You, know, you want to go onto the app and go to uh, go to the iStore, I mean iTunes or Google Play. You know, you get a seven day trial on it. Sounds you can like get a plan. It there, or you can go, or you can go to uh, ddpyoga.com and get twenty percent off on everything. So, whatever works for you, it's there. But don't listen to a word I have to say about anything about DDP Yoga. Just come Just and go see. Go to Twitter. At, yeah, go to DDP Yoga Performance Center or go to Twitter at Real DDP at DDP Yoga. Read what people write. That's, Sounds that's like a the plan. Greatest. Yeah. yeah, greatest thing you can have. The testimonials Thank there. Thank you, Ash. Loving it so much. Thank you so much, Diamond. And thank you guys for downloading the show, for supporting my movement, which is com. Keep in mind, anyone to tell you that you can't do what you want to do, you look them square in the face and tell them, don't believe me, just watch. Watch what I do. Watch me make it happen. Watch me make history. That's what we're doing this for. We're doing this for the history books. Social media is nice, but real life is so much better. Until next time, you guys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.